Mott, Matt, tomato, wait, can't words today. Welcome to Pet Food Beta, Gamer Escapes podcast, bringing you the biscuit on all things Final Fantasy XI news, community, and more. My name is Vivi. I'm Roku. And we are back with another exciting episode after a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Couple of weeks. Yeah. Couple of weeks. The week after the last episode, there wasn't a whole lot of news, so we decided not to record, like we said three weeks ago or whenever we did the first beta episode. But now we have a whole lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Including this animated GIF that is in our show outline. Yes. First of all, thank you for saying GIF and not GIF. <laughs> Although it's officially GIF, I heard. Yeah. No, 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 no. I it, it, that that pronunciation of the word GIF is kind of like the Star Wars prequel movies. It does not exist <laughs> and should not exist because it is a GIF. So meh. I agree. Good man. All right. Want to get right into the news? Um, I think that's why we're here. Yeah. Is it? I, I can't I remember. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, uh, news. Let's start with the event that's going on that just started on Thursday, April 24th at 1 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Really? It's the, that specific? What? Really that specific with the date and time? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll do that one again. <laughs> the Feast of Swords started on Thursday. Best event ever. I love it. And returns to its sheath. On Thursday, May 8th. I haven't checked it out yet, have you? you you've never done it? No, I have in the past, just not okay. this year. Um, I haven't this year, but as far as I can tell, I don't think there are any new items. I don't think there are any new items, but the event is always fun because you get the Chocobo Scarfs to teleport to nations, which really doesn't matter now because of Homeboy Crystals, but yeah. still... I, I can only assume that the uh, the enemy's movement speed is even faster now with the update. That'd be oh, interesting God, to I see. So speaking of that, that actually reminds me. I did um salvage earlier um, in the week for uh, I think it was um I think it was Silver Sea. And so you know how there's that imp you have to kill after you fight the dude that drops the feet for the Marduk set, and he runs at like what was flea speed before the movement speed adjustment he's like a freaking rocket ship now it's amazing <laughs> but it took me like uh 30 minutes just to kill it it was freaking awful but hilarious at the same time thankfully i got to drop that run have have you done the ones with the the key cairns since the movement speed update no i'd be curious to see what those are like now i bet it's the same thing well, like, I think that would just be it, that would actually be helpful because of the way that you kill them. You just sort of stay in one place and they just run back to you. Anyway, yeah. This past week, a lot of information on the May version update came out. Mm-hmm. First thing on the list is the all-new Mog wardrobe system, and we talked about this last episode, kind of. Yes, 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 we did. And uh, there's a wonderful little note here. Yes. That, uh, it's kind of awesome, and I can't wait for you to say it. So, <laughs> go ahead. We kind of speculated how it would work. Would it be like 14? Would it be something else? And they basically said that it will be a new storage bag, and you can equip gear directly from it, just like Joe said. Do you hear that? That's me patting myself on the back. Grats. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm so excited, especially as, you know, a black mage with obies. Oh, yeah. Mage with belts. And just, it's, oh, it's going to be amazing. And it also sounds like it, we're just going to get another 80 storage. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me, too. And so, ideally, you just put all of your sort of uh, stuff that carries over between jobs and that one. And then you just have all your AF and your safe and stuff and move that over. Pretty exciting. Yeah. Records of Eminence editions. Oh, this is so awesome. So awesome. Oh my god. Really? You're actually excited about this? Well, here's why. Um, as it is right now, I'm kind of the Udia healer of my group. And so, since I'm always stuck on it, I'm not able to get uh, sparks as easily as the DVs are. Oh, I got you, because you're not dealing yeah. with damage? And I so, thought that was party-wide. That it's not? No. Oh, okay. No, it is not. And so, um, you know, they're getting their sparks and stuff for their upgrade AF or whatever it is that they're going to do much, much quicker than I am. So I think uh, 
like one of the ones that they had mentioned was um, going to be a recurring healing one. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so that'll be really nice. And then um, there was some other stuff, but meh. Yeah, uh, so they're adding hunt objectives to Abyssia, which is interesting. Um, I guess to be expected, there it seems like they're doing it for all zones. Yeah, I guess. Nice. Like, I guess I I'm just always. I, I guess I'm just always surprised if whenever they do anything to Abyssia. Why is that? Because I feel like they, after it was over, they didn't want to touch it with a ten foot pole. Well, I think it's because they kind of realized uh, that players were starting to get burned out on Abyssia because everything happened in Abyssia for like the greater part of like a year and a half, two years. Yeah. Did you see, this is just off topic, did you happen to catch, they slipped in like, I don't know, three or four months ago, a little uh, note in the issues that were resolved. They made an adjustment to Tunga. What was Tunga's adjustment? Was it just like killing people too much or what? Fixed an issue where Tunga would occasionally cast spells back to back with no cooldown. (laughs) That wasn't, but I hate everything. Wow. I thought that was by design. Mm. I think everybody did. Jeez. Well, that's something. Yeah. Anyway, the new objectives will be Abyssia. uh, More damage ones, probably, you know, one time only. Uh, The healing, like he said, there's going to be one that's repeatable. Some gathering objectives. And uh, I think kind of maybe a little interesting is they're adding some new accessory rewards. It sounds like rings and earrings that you can get with points. That can be kind of cool, depending on what the stats are and stuff. Like, um... For me, at least, I'm extraordinarily lazy when it comes to gearing jobs that I don't play that much. So my Black Mage specifically, like, I play my Scholar a lot, but I don't really have full sets of gear for, like, rings and nuking and stuff. So if I could get, like, some decent nuking rings, that would be quite nice. Yeah, I agree. They are also adding Ballista Point Exchange for the ten people that care about that. I don't even know. What can you even buy with Ballista Points? I don't even know. Um, there's a star hat, I think, that actually looks really cool, and I want one. Speaking of useless information regarding Ballista, not that that was useless information, necessarily. Did you know that they added new titles for Runefencer and Geomancer? No. There's titles you you get for participating, or I think for participating or winning, you know, Ballista, official Ballista Masters. Huh. Uh, and... There's new ones that they added for Geomancer and Runefencer. Well, that makes sense. I don't see how anybody could actually do Ballista on Geomancer. That would suck. Hey, I'm going to cast this orb thing that can't move or follow a target on something that's more than likely going to move a lot. When you could t- just take in like you know a red sub nin and just yeah. dominate. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. The other Records of Eminence edition is going to be the ability to redeem multiple copper vouchers at once, which is really nice because I tend to just let those stack up because it's a pain to go through the menu and click ten times to exchange something. Yeah. So that's nice. Cool. <laughs> I'm sorry, am I boring you? Yes. Oh. Immensely so. Jeez, I guess I'll pick up the face. Also the coffee hasn't kicked in yet. Ah, yeah, just to give you guys an idea of how dedicated we are to this, I am up at 6 o'clock Pacific Standard Time recording this, so Viv can go and do his day, and I can go back to sleep. So you're welcome, America. It is absolutely not countries. 6 o'clock where it, you are. It is. I'm a martyr, goddammit. <laughs> it's totally not 6 o'clock where you are. <laughs> Remember when Tila used to do this show? Vaguely. She would. I think she would have to get on at, like start at midnight her time or something like that. Or I just remember later. like the one episode when everybody was on when it was like Tila and Shin and Fuse and Duel and all the other people. It was like all of the plants aligned for like 30 seconds and somebody would end up disconnecting from the call. <laughs> they would never get like all of like them back at the same time. So stuff. Those were the days. Indeed. So other news this week Fellows will now be able to level up to 99, and they'll be affected by player item levels. And I think uh, there are some other details around that. Noticeable segue. Here we go. So uh, later in the dev tracker, they had talked about making NPC fellow adjustments. What they were going to do is, they, retroactively, if you had completed 
the quest A Trial in Tandem Revisited, which I'm assuming is the level 90 limit break 95 thing that people with fellows and extraordinarily large amounts of patience do, the max level for the fellow will be 99. They were also going to make it so average item level and average level of the fellow is in line with whatever the player's item level is, and the degree to which experience earned by players is lessened. What is a really weird sentence? Hang on. Let me say that again. You will you'll, okay. you'll earn more experience ex- points than you would previously. Yes. That is... Okay, wait. Yeah, that is a really bad sentence, syntax-wise. That's Square Enix. I know, but still. Pick up yourself, Square. Come on. Yeah, but that happened. I have a, a funny... Speaking of translations, I have a funny... Uh, uh, rat hole to go down. <laughs> rat hole. Rat it's hole. Like a- hole, but with a rat. Uh, <laughs> have you done the quest in Adelin where you get the key item as a reward that's uh, the fail badge? No, I don't think so. So there's this quest you can do in in West... I think it's Western Adelin mm-hmm. where it's it's similar to, like, the, um, the SOB... Uh, kids in winter <laughs> i'd love the sop kids yeah it's like that it's not nearly as funny or endearing but anyway there, there's a group of kids in western adeline you can do this quest and you'll be awarded a fail badge um but it's f dot a dot i dot l you know and it stands for i forget what it stands for exactly but it's like not anything to do with failure it's like free alliance involving little kids or i don't know whatever <laughs> some some group name that they came up you know with with themselves what's interesting though is that the the joke the pun you know the fail joke yeah yes is only for the english speaking players because i was using the key item in party chat with um one of my japanese friends who also speaks english and he didn't understand why I kept using that, you know, when he kept dying in Voidwatch. And I was like, in English, it translates to, you know, fail. And I spelled out the word fail. And he was laughing and laughing. He's like, it doesn't do that in Japanese. It, it has the literal, it's like a literal abbreviation. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And then I confirmed the same thing. I have a, a friend who plays in France. And she said the same thing. Like her... Um, her localized French version of the game doesn't have that joke either. Huh. So. That's interesting. I would have thought that they would have done something sort of comparable to make the quest, you know, kind of hilarious. But Yeah, it would be awesome and impossible to find out, but it would be awesome to find out what differences there are with those sorts of things. Like, I think there's a, there's a Moogle that references, like, a Sir Mix-a-Lot song, <laughs> and there's, um, there's a Captain Planet reference in the Runefencer AF quest. What? Yeah, <laughs> or not the AF, the Relic Quest. Okay, say no more. I need to do that. Yeah, because I need to. That I, Captain Planet and I, we go way back. Like <laughs> he and I, like I held him upside down while he did a keg stand in college. He is, he he is my bro. So I need to <laughs> see this. It's pretty good, and it, it's it's always unexpected when you run into that sort of thing in eleven. I think because in fourteen, every other quest is named like a pun on some pop culture reference. Well, I think the thing is, is that in eleven, you don't actually realize what the name of said quest is because our quest logs are so filled with stuff that we nobody's actually done yet. Yeah, and the name isn't sort of omnipresent on the screen. So. That's true. That and also, you know, we read the cutscenes in eleven instead of 14 where you just sort of hammer a yeah well i think at least most people i think they don't hammer the the a button for missions cutscenes, but maybe for just quest cutscenes because you do a quest everywhere you you turn yeah Um, anyway anyway so um way off topic yeah so uh there will be an expansion to the job point system with two new categories for each job chain bonuses so that way getting capacity points isn't a complete pain in the ass and increased points for harder mobs um addition to sergis caverns U. what does the u stand for um i'd like to think but probably not hmm i don't think that's what it stands for 
Okay. Hmm. Oh, you know what? I bet I know what it is. Um, I think some of the zones they had mentioned were uh, zones that you can do the, uh, not Delve, but the other one. Skirmish? That. And since you can get EXP and stuff from Skirmish, they'll probably make it so you can get higher capacity points from Skirmish, or capacity points in general from Skirmish. Uh, that might give people a reason to do Skirmish more. They don't on your server? Well, they do in uh, in the newest zone, in outer Morocco. Raka, Rakanar, Rakaznar. Yeah, that. Whatever. Words. And there's. they also mentioned in the news that there will be some unspecified job adjustments. And they didn't specifically say that they were unspecified. They just did not specify them, to be clear. That. Words are hard for me. So that, <laughs> that, that kind of made it clear. I'll pretend. Okay. I'm just, I, I'm just here to look pretty on a podcast that has no image of my face. Well... I see this image of something on Skype. That might be... Wait, it's drawing. Okay. Thought it was something else. Never mind. Moving on. New higher tier mission battlefields. Did they mention which ones? They didn't... I don't think they did, but I did see screenshots of uh, one from Otter Gone, I think. Oh, you know what? I remember now. I think one of them was like the Gesho fight, I think. I think that's one of them. And the other was like maybe that Mumblejaw um, on the back of the thingy that spit the fire with the spear and stuff. That would make sense. Yeah, um, I think th- I think that was the other one. I'm looking forward to that. That's yeah, like I, I've really liked the high tier mission battlefield stuff. Yeah, I do too. I think in the the forums there was some some slack for rehashing content, and my I, I mean I can understand that, right? It's it's old content that's made new again, but. I think what's important to, to realize is like they're not making hard modes of like NMs that we spammed before. They're right. making hard modes of storyline missions that were really delicately crafted, I think, and very unique. Yeah. And you only get to do them once or a few times to help some friends through them, and then that's it. That's the only time you do them. So I, I like the, that they're yeah. doing this. On that topic, though, of helping friends and stuff, um, what I kind of found out the other week, uh, we were taking a friend of mine through, I think it was Primivian or it was, um, I think it was either Primivian or like the 2-3 dragon fight or something. And so we wanted to level sync down to, um, you know, whatever his level was, because we're making him do it at the correct air quote level of when uh, the COP stuff would be capped. We so found mean. out... No, it, 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 it's... We raised them right. But uh, <laughs> what, what we found out is that you can't level sync in those battlefields down. Uh, it completely ruined the immersion. Yeah. Like, we had them terrified, underline and in bold, terrified when they went into Promivian. And that was hilarious. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, so I really hope that they fix that at some point. Or at least change it. Or alternatively, make it so you can go through and do COP, but choose to do all of the uh, hard mode stuff. Yeah, we talked about that. Yes, I'm just rehashing (laughs) it. Because I am a broken record, and god damn it, I want my agenda to go through. Um, No, I I do agree with you that adding level sync, at at the very least, would be a nice option for those. Because I remember they had mentioned that you'd be able to do it. I think. If you w- still want the challenge, uh, when they first started taking the uh, level caps off of the areas, but they didn't do it for the BCs. So it's just, it's really disappointing. Yeah. So, yeah. Mythic weapons. It looks like, I, I don't think they made an official announcement, or if they did, it wasn't in English. Anyway, just confirming, Mythic equivalent weapons for Geos and Rune Fencers mm-hmm. will be in the May update. So I'm very interested to see if... They are, in fact, mythic weapons or what the requirements are. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I hope I'm right again, and then I get to have you say that I'm right. Because that, <laughs> that, that, that just kind of makes my weekend. Well, grats. Right? So what do you think will be on the uh, Runefencer sword? Probably some physical damage taken. Okay. Possibly magic damage taken in a way that's similar to the Aegis, maybe? They already take, like, zero magic damage, though. Yeah, but why not more? Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess, I guess my point with that is it might allow you to break the cap. Like, it might okay, not, it might not be like negative forty or, or whatever ridiculous that is on the, the Aegis, but it might be like 
minus 25, but it's a sword, you know? Yeah. I could see, like, um, you're able to harbor an extra rune. I was just going to say that, yeah. I think yeah. that would be... That might be a little game-breaking if nobody else can do that unless they have the weapon, but I guess that's what the legendary weapons are for. Right? Yeah, I could see that. And then I could also see... Um, Making it so like it's like enhanced effect of all runes, so like maybe one of the runes just gives like all of the ones to like that side of the skill chain thing. So you have a fire rune up, but it also gives resistance to like wind and light and thunder. Yeah. You know what it'll probably have on it though? I bet it'll have magic damage plus. Yeah, probably. Yeah, no, because that would definitely help the runes. So Um That could I- be interesting. I bet the aftermath will be interesting too. I bet it will increase something like the parry rate. I think it's going to be 100 GP accuracy, 200 GP attack, 300 GP, occasionally attack two to three times. Start placing your bets, folks. Yeah. Like a lot of people keep saying, oh, it's going to be Adeline Content, Adeline Content, because there's no reason to go back and do, you know, um, Autogon stuff with jobs that get all of their other stuff at 99 but it's just it doesn't make sense to me if it would be Adlin only stuff so I don't know we'll see yep we'll see um, and then also the continuation of the Seekers of Adeline mission storyline and quote as it prepares to reach the climax end quote that really doesn't say that much to me because preparing to reach the climax is almost getting to you know, place that you're going to on the road trip when you ask your parent, are we there yet? And they say, we're almost there, but you're really, you know, like 25 miles out. Yeah, true. So it doesn't mean that the the missions are going to end with the next update, but I think what it does mean is we're, we might be like two or three mission updates from the end. That makes I sense? can see that, yeah. Like, oh, Adeline came out a year ago, right? Something like that? About a year ago, a little more than a year ago. Okay, well, first of all, if they finish the expansion within a year, whoa, that hell just froze over. <laughs> and uh, secondly, like, do you think that if they are going to finish this up fairly quickly, that they're planning something expansion-wise after this? Because you had mentioned something in the storyline where stuff is being name-dropped. And uh, granted, I haven't caught entirely up yet, but do you think that's plausible? Well, so ignoring business strategies you know putting that aside just from like storyline perspective i could totally see a new expansion being planned because it fits with what is currently happening in the seekers of adeline storyline okay i'm keeping this spoiler free storyline wise it would make sense introducing two more jobs would also make sense they refer to one of them a lot already refer to it because I have no idea what you're talking about and that's the other spoiler. Okay, well they specifically call out Vikings. <laughs> Ooh. And we know uh, just some lore uh, some Vikings have already been referenced a little bit in Wings of the Goddess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know where I'm going with this. I do. The, uh, the Nulls. The, yeah. What they've talked about um, as far as Vikings go is consistent with the okay. wings of the goddess stuff. Okay. Without saying it, I probably gave away what they talk about. Well, I. Yeah, the northern area. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that's all I'll say about it. I won't say how it relates to Adeline yet. But well, actually, no, you know what? I think in like the original trailer, it's like Orcish Homeland or something. Rausa, right? Or something like that. I don't remember what the name of it it's is. Like, Hi, dog. (laughs) My dog's asleep now. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so lore-wise, it it would make sense if they are planning to do another expansion and not do something where you go back in time or to another dimension or whatever and just continue to expand the, um, the areas in which you can travel to. Okay. Now, bringing reality back into factors um in that recent interview that matsui did with naoki yoshida and producer director of dragon quest x i don't remember what his name is did you happen to see that 
Oh, uh, was that the weird not letter from the producer thing? The video cast, right? No. Oh. So there was a interview done for I believe it was a Japanese website that they interviewed all three of them at the same time. And a fan with a lot of time on his hands did an English translation and posted it on the Final Fantasy XIV forums. Good God, go check out some sunlight and get a multivitamin. Yeah, because it's a really long interview. Anyway, the, uh, the point is Naoki Yoshida had no problem saying how many subscribers Final Fantasy XIV has. And same with Dragon Quest. And Matsui dodged the question. <laughs> Hmm. We don't have any hard numbers. The census still isn't out. And so I really don't know how many people are still actively playing 11. It's probably under 700,000. Probably under that. And if if it is around that, then I think, yes, there will absolutely be another expansion. If yeah. it's half of that, eh. Well... Do I think another expansion will come out? If there's enough people playing, I think that it will because they're, they're not bound to the PS2 hard drive limitations anymore. Yeah. Um, and that I, th- I know was a major factor in why, you know, after Otter Gone, a lot of the new content was rehashed old zones because they yeah. simply couldn't allocate enough hard drive space. And right. so that's why when an Adeline came out, they had these huge zones, new textures, monster families, new music, even though that one field track got recycled quite a bit, which is still weird to me. Um, yeah, I don't get it. But that, that, yes. that, that kind of irked me more than uh, the fact that a lot of the zones do feel a little copy-pasty. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, since then, a lot of music tracks have actually been added to Adeline. Like, Kamir Drifts gets its own soundtrack. The latest zone, uh, Outer... Raskana. That one. Yeah. That one has its own soundtrack. They added new tracks for cutscenes, too. Like, if you do... I think they use it in the main missions for Adeline now, but it originally uh, debuted, if you will, with the Runefencer AF questline. So storage limitations are being gone are, are obvious, and another reason why I think that uh, if they decide that they're going to do one, that it will be new content, like legit new content. So Cool. That's that. Yeah. That takes us into Dev Tracker Gems. The dev team is looking into adjusting, needing five or six people for the Halvungate, the the gates of Halvung, and other similar areas. So they've done this in the past. They lifted the restriction on moving the uh, opening the doors in Garliage Citadel, and they added those weights for um, what are the the caves in Xylart? What are those called? The sand caves? Quicksand caves. Quicksand caves, thank you. Yeah. So it looks like they're going to continue to do that and are considering doing it for Otter Gone areas, which would be nice because people, you know, who are trying to make a mythic or whatever don't have to get a bunch of people together to do that. That's nice. Mm hmm. Cool. Then there's some more interesting information Matsui posted directly in the forums. That was a long post, right? Yeah, it was a very long post. He said that he feels that there are three groups of players. Uh, This is unrelated to adjusting travel, um, just to set this up. So he he feels that, and this is is in response to players asking for the ability to practice content and stuff like that. Like, um, you know, I I think the the people that were posting around this uh, are, I think, maybe playing 14 and coming back. Because in 14, I, I just I just do need to backtrack for a second. Okay. Um, if you've never played 14, 14 has a much different gameplay style than 11 does. Um, thematically, it's very similar, but um, you know, in in 11, there's this concept of like you have to farm a pop item to trigger an NM to do something, or you need to find an item to enter a battlefield or you need to expend merits in order to try the archangel's fight you know that's something that's always persisted i think yeah 
um, or at least since Xylart, which is always. <laughs> so since for always, most people. Yeah. Um, 14, it's very different. If you want to go into a dungeon, all you have to do is go to your menu and hit duty finder and it'll queue you up to go into a dungeon and there's no item that you need to farm, you know, or there's no, there's no risk really involved with just trying the content. You know, I think people were expressing that they would like the ability to, to practice some of the battlefields, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Matsui posted that he feels that there are three groups of players one, those who just want to solo growth elements. Two, those who want to join parties more easily. And three, those who want a way to be able to practice and learn content. Um, what about group four, where it's people that just like to be sort of isolated and do stuff with their friends because pickups are usually not that smart? I think that that falls into group two, the, the group that wants to join parties more easily, maybe. But if... Eh. It might, it might be a translation thing, too. Okay. Um, I think the word want might be misleading in that sentence. Yeah. And then he also commented on the difficulty joining pickup parties and said this, quote, Due to the nature of pickup parties, there is a trend of increasing the requirements for joining so that the success rate can be boosted. And I feel this cannot be avoided. And what he's talking about is that in shouts, people are saying like... Relic only bards. Yeah, relic only bards. chain only paladin, etc. One role of link shells and other forms of community is for situations like this so that the players that are ahead can help support the players that are behind. Lol. <laughs> I think cute. I think the best thing players who feel it difficult to join parties can do is play together with like-minded friends so that you're trying to challenge content geared towards parties. Well, and then he goes on to say that while it's a bit in the future, we're currently looking into enhancing link shell features and other ways to support communities. Interesting. We'll come back to that. As we are still in the planning phases, I cannot say at the moment exactly how we will be doing this, but the development team feels this is something that needs to be addressed. Communities are not something that can only be built with a system, and so we would appreciate your help and cooperation to make the game even more enjoyable. Besides this, we imagine job points to be content that would be enjoyed by parties, so with the addition of chain bonuses and other adjustments, I think the opportunities to form low-barrier parties will increase. End Not quote. That's... Uh, so many problems with this. <laughs> so many... Uh, you start. The thing that jumps out at me that's interesting is the enhancing link shelf features. Not necessarily good or bad, it's interesting. Like, I'm just curious to see what they mean by that. It well, could imply that they m might be bringing more features in from 14, like the free company system. Well, what they could do is they could make it so you can invite people from your link shell list to a party. That's kind of something that we've needed for 14 years, however long this game has been out. 11 years, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That we've needed for however many years we haven't had yet. And it's kind of not the greatest thing even though that most people probably don't have the massive link shells anymore and in act okay i'm going to don the mantle of fusions rant for a second so bear with me because of abyssia alliance content pretty much went down the toilet because you never needed more than six and then eventually you never needed more than like two or three people which yeah. in actuality were probably the same person so when you i hear the dev team saying, oh, we want to make it so people and link shells can go and do stuff together and not have to deal with people that want shouts at that and not have to deal with people that are shouting that want 90 whatever shield or harp plus horn and stuff. And when you hear this, it's just, it's kind of disheartening. Yes, it's very disheartening because they caused this problem themselves by not really thinking about the consequences for those groups that had, you know, upwards of 18 plus people in them that they essentially destroyed by putting in party only content. Then they put in an expansion that has a ton of alliance content. And since most link shells are gone, people have gotten used to their tiny core group of friends that they would just do stuff with. Right. This just is really kind of unacceptable. For me, at least. I mean, it's nice that they're trying to backtrack a bit, but it's a little, it's too little too late. 
And honestly, like one of the main reasons that they're able to enhance the link shell features is because they finally dropped PS2 support, which they should have done again years ago. Yeah. And they're just doing it now. So let me ask you this. His comments aside, how many link shells are you active in right now? Right now, I am active in one. And what is the purpose of that link shell? Is it primarily social? It's more or less we like to have a blue dot next to our thing because we have a Skype chat that's going on pretty much 24-7. Okay. It's roughly, I'd say, six or seven people. Okay. And so you don't have, like, regular events or anything? Uh, We do it sporadically. Like, we bounce between 14 and 11. Right now we're on a 14 kick because we like Leviathan weapons. Yeah, because we were doing stuff in 11, and then 14 update came out, and then when we got bored with 14, we just hopped between both, which is really what Square wants, because then they get more money from us. Right. So I think that with the link shield feature of what they could do, I can't really see what they would do. You can already post a message. You don't need a message board for stuff. Point systems are kind of stupid. If they implemented something like the free company system, if you don't or haven't played 14, free company is basically just a glorified link shell, and you can only belong to one, whereas link shells you can belong to as many as you want, just like in 11. Guild benefits that sort of rank up depending on what stuff you do in said link shell. So if you get certain NM kills or just whatever, then you get some kind of benefit Mm -hmm. from them. Yeah, you can set like if some... they did that, I would probably be more inclined to do stuff. But the thing is, is that uh, they could accidentally take the uh, WoW route and make it so you can only accrue those when you're in a party filled with people that are in your link shell, which would be very, very silly in my opinion. I think we might be getting into details. Yeah, sorry. At that I'm point, a very, I'm a very detail-oriented person. That's why you're here, right? Um, I keep you on track. The, well, or off track. Did. Yeah, more or less. Just kind of taking a step back, what what I think might be interesting is if they pull in some of the more basic free company features, like maybe a link shell uh, chest. I don't see that being a popular feature in 11 because people have been notorious to steal the quote-unquote link shell bank, run off server transfer or whatever. Yeah. Especially now that you can server Dude. hop, you know, with like for less money and with a three-day limit on retransferring. Yeah. I don't see them doing that, but I do see them maybe adding something like a DKP system that you can just track on your own. <laughs> I'm sorry. When, uh, when you said DKP, my mind immediately went to the Anixia video. What is that? <gasps> oh my god. Menu helps? Nope. You've never. Oh my god. Hang on, wait. This is worth it. Do I need to watch this right now? Yes. Okay. Oh, I think I have seen this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I have seen this. I didn't know what it was called. Yeah. Uh, that's great. We'll have to put that in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in uh, th- maybe three link shells that I'm active in. I belong to a handful of other ones, but one of them is just purely social. Uh-huh. And I usually hop in that if I'm just playing at a, a unusual hour and because people in my main link shell aren't around. I'll hop in that because there's people that play all over the world in, in that other one. Um, so I'll hop in there to chat. Another one is <laughs> specifically Taru Taru only. What? Yes. Oh my god, that's amazing. And mostly Japanese players. And uh, that's just one I hop into because they find it hilarious when I can only chat using auto translate. For more or less, it's just another social link show that's also racist. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> They won't amazing. allow anyone except Taru's in it. Uh, and then I have my main link shell, which is mostly an events shell and sort of social as well. Uh, mm. But people, some people will only hop in that shell for events and then they'll leave and go to their other shell. You know? Um, that's fair. But I, I had um, at one point, I think I had four shells in 11. I had Dynamite Shell and I had Harrier Shell, um, my social sort of pseudo Sky Shell, and then the um, sort of H&M Shell that I was trying to get into. And they were buttholes, so I decided to leave. But, uh, yes. No, I, li- I like the idea of multiple shells, because... I like the idea of having multiple shells because uh, you're able to sort of interact with a lot of people that you normally wouldn't interact with. Let's say that there's like an Iron Harrier shell specifically and person A's H&M shell doesn't do that. 
that's how you make your connections. And I swear most people ended up getting into their end game shells because of their dynamo shells from back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think what would be useful is people track um, event big events like, for example, uh, Arch Dynamis Lord. That's one of the events that we do. Yeah. We also do Delve regularly and Archangel stuff. But like for Arch Dynamis Lord, we might get between fifteen and twenty marrows in a weekend. Oh wow! One of the guys' mules will basically sell those, and then he will tally up all of the sales for the week and figure out like if somebody was there just on Saturday and not Sunday or they were there both days what their percentage is from that and it's people do it all sorts of different ways you can do some of that on guildwork.com if you want to he just does it on a piece of paper and whenever I just kind of do the rough math in my head it seems to be legit you know it's everybody's nobody really complains about the amount it seems to be you know, have a track record of being fair, which is nice. But I can imagine it would be nice for a lot of people if that was just handled somehow in the system in 11. My my only fear with that is we'd see how things, you know, systems like the search comment have already been handled and, and like, auto group, auto party, uh, you know? Mm. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> so... I don't know. Uh, well, I, I guess wait and see what they have to bring to the table as far as link shell quote unquote features go. They said features, so it should be fine. Yeah. Like, I can't see it being bad in any way, shape, or form. Hmm. <laughs> we'll see. Well, like, I mean, what could they do to make it any worse than it is now? Exactly. The last part of this post, Matsui commented on the feeling that there aren't enough opportunities to practice and learn content, kind of what we, we started talking about earlier. And he said, quote, this is an issue closely tied with what I was mentioning about community. To start out, we'll be making it so that you can use trust, alter egos, and party settings. And we will also be increasing the content which you can utilize alter egos. With these adjustments, I feel it's the first step towards making it easier to challenge low difficulty content with groups that are just short of six players that's nice we've also been receiving a lot of feedback about the high costs associated with entering content we'll be looking into reducing entry costs gradually for content after a certain amount of time passes from implementation end quote that seems pretty straightforward to me yeah uh and pretty reasonable i think there are legit concerns with congestion when new content comes out that is not instanced which is all of the higher tier mission battlefields they kind of ran into that with the archangel stuff since they all share the same zone that was problematic mm. um, i haven't run into that with any of the other higher tier stuff like there, there doesn't seem to be like a hundred people lining up to try and fight tens in hard mode you know yeah so, so. That, that makes sense there are a couple other things from the dev tracker major large-scale update to monstrosity woo Whatever it is, we will find out. And then it talks about pet job food. Finally. Yes. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I don't even play pet jobs all that much. Uh, well, I guess I play Puppet Master, uh, but uh, I'm very excited about that. Mm. That'll. I think the sentiment was that in the eye level era, uh, pets were suffering a little bit, and maybe not summoner so much, but. Well, like, the tricky thing is, and they still haven't fixed it yet, Beastmaster has some massive hate issues. Yeah. Because their pets can't keep hate off of the Masters anymore. And the lack of new frames and headpieces for automatons. You know what I would love? Um, I would love them to put in a new frame for an automaton that was like a thief frame, and it did, like, the sneak attack thing, like the goblin did in that BC from that thing. Mm-hmm. That'd that would be, be awesome. cool. Or a dancer automaton. Like a great katana one? What? Like one with like a little great katana? Why would a dancer use a great katana? No, not like a dancer automaton, but like a samurai automaton. Or like it's two hands, just like one sort of big thing and it just hits it. What about a dancing samurai automaton? A dancer eye? Dancer. Is that a thing? I, I don't think so. Anyway. In all seriousness, new frames and heads would be much welcome for automatons because they, they've been pretty decent with like adding new attachments, you know, slowly but surely. 
Yeah. But it's been a while since there's... Well, I guess there's never been an update to the frames or heads. Um, mm, there have been a couple because they added uh, the white and black frames and then they... Or the white and black heads and then they had changed the, um, the AI mechanics to not be stupid. Yeah. Last couple of items from the Dev Tracker. There's there will be new trust NPCs. I'm so excited about this one. <laughs> the old man himself. Oh, oh. Mott. Yeah. Matt. Matt. Mott. Matt. Mott. Tomato. Tomato. Uh, Is that where? Tom- no. Tomato. Tomato Toma- or tomato. <laughs> tomato. Tomato. Wait. Mott. Matt. Tomato. Wait. Wow. I can't words today <laughs> tree pretty fire bad <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. T- t- tomato t- uh, tomato whatever anyway anyway uh so he's gonna be a melee fighter and you have to beat the limit break i think it's shining stars right shattering stars right. shattering stars yeah uh on six jobs mm-hmm and then which is kind of awesome if you think about it because i know a lot of people don't even bother with that once they've gotten past them so i like that there's a legit like i mean it's not a it's not a challenge at level 99 anymore but you still have to go out and farm those um those testimonies and all that yeah so you have to do a little bit of work to get him as a trust npc which i I like i like that yeah Uh, and then uh there's another one that's coming out yes also very exciting yes gesho Gesho, if you don't remember, is the Yagudo NPC who is kind of like a, a tweener. You know, the, I think that's a wrestling term, tweener. Like Googling. A, I've never heard of it. Wait, tweener. Let's see. Like, so in, in pro wrestling, there's baby faces and heels. You know, baby faces are the good guys, heels are the bad guys. Okay, wait. One who doesn't fall into any category of people. Clicks, right. According to the. Okay. Uh, that was Urban Dictionary. Okay, number two. Like the Rat wa- King from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was a tweener. Okay. Anyway, he goes between good and bad. Okay. Uh, wow. <laughs> it's tangent day at Pet Food Beta. Apparently. <laughs> More than usual. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Gesho will be available as a tank, which is... Interesting, because he's a ninja, right? Yes, ninjas can tank. Yes, much to many people's surprise. That will be really cool to see how yeah. that works. I remember his mechanics and like the um, what's the one fight that he fights with you? Black Coffin, I think. No, wasn't it the Shintoto fight or the Karababa fight? Right. He, I think he fights with you on that one too. But I think he's also on the Black Coffin fight. I know he's on the Black Coffin. Yeah then there's the fight where you fight against him but i remember he had like some interesting abilities yeah. where he would like teleport and stuff like that yeah and he was able to like clone himself when he used a uh, utsu and stuff maybe he'll clone himself and we'll just get like an army of geshos <laughs> that would be so cool i'm very excited for both of those trust adjustments they're going to be added to the wings of the goddess areas minus the instances like the meebles or sandworm zones which is cool it doesn't they don't say if they're going to be available for campaign yet i would assume that means that they are yeah probably zed's combat tactics and actions will undergo wide-reaching improvements is that really such a problem they keep like people keep crying about it i don't know why he's kind of terrible yeah but it's a trust npc (laughs) Yeah, but you also have trust NPCs like Naja. Naja? Yeah, which increase your like damage by like 50% when they use Peacebreaker. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, Nanamigos will um, have a new behavior when using Despoil, whatever that means. I imagine she's not stealing anything. Well, Despoil is what um, gives an effect to uh, the mob, right? Yeah, you inflict a random status ailment. Yeah, so I could see her probably like, taking a buff then, making it more like aura steel. Yeah, I could see that. Cool. It is what it is. Trust is, you know, for soloing. But I have to admit, I love it. I think it's fun. Like whenever I have to go out and just farm something, you know, I, I always, you know, have the different trust NPCs, and the, I don't know. It just makes doing some solo stuff a little more fun. Yeah. Cool. That is 
it. There's man. There's a lot of stuff. Um, not so much the week before, but la- last week there's a lot of information. Indeed. So that brings us to Endgame. Have you been playing? Um, I'm like two weeks before finals, so not as much as I would like. I did some solo salvage, some salts. Oh, that's what I've been doing. I've been working on um, assaults solo, which is actually really fun. Because uh, you can uh, enter regular assaults solo now, and so mm-hmm. you can go and fight the, uh, the H&Ms. And it takes like maybe five minutes, but you get 2,500 assault points from each. Mm, I'm not that far yet. I, I think I'm... I don't remember what I am. Yeah. So I've been doing that because I'm trying to get Captain. And then theoretically starting a Mythic of some sort. I don't know which. So yeah. Nice. Um, How about you? I, do fun? Yeah, I've been working on my bro chain. Uh, the bro chain. Have the color of the souls taken your soul yet? No, I haven't started that a whole lot that, yet. That, like, that, that, get the color of the souls done first. Well, I, ha- the- I have 13 or 14 of them already. That's cute. It's gonna kill you doing them. It yeah. took. It, it just. It's. Ugh. It's the worst thing. That's the reason I stopped it originally, but it's just kind of one of those things I started picking back up because, like, I ha- I do have a 99 uh, Aegis. Yeah. And you know, just for laws, um, I have the trial enabled to get the afterglow. So when people you know check me, they see that it's got a trial on a level 99. Just yeah. For laws. Anyway. Um, but my paladin has kind of been left in the dust since I started playing Runefencer. <laughs> and I'm sorry, am I am I really that boring? Oh, I mean, Mike, sorry. <laughs> uh, no, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I understand it's six in the morning for you, so right. Um, no, anyway, so no, it's seven now because we've been recording for an hour. Yes, my paladin is kind of been left in the dust since I started playing Runefencer, but I was like, you know what, I, I do have a relic shield for it, I I should probably just, in my spare time, start working on my Ochin, and what I found out was that it's, the at least the plates part of it, is like really, really easy to solo now on Blue Mage. Oh yeah, the plates are easy, and the horns are easy, the colorless souls are the worst thing in this game, with the exception of maybe avatar they have not implemented yet because they're trying to get the rights for it <laughs> it is the worst thing in the game that uh, I ever yeah done. i know i know yeah um so we'll see if i uh continue i mean i'm already 13 or 14 souls in so right just if you do it try not to do more than you know so many a night because you will get burnt out and you will cry and you will just be a very very irritated person well that's what i've been doing with the plates it's like um because i know the plates are a lot easier but you know every once in a while i'll hit a, a wall where like the pop items just aren't dropping anymore well for the um the color of the souls the thing is is that everything is random everything yeah. about it the it's, you know change it yeah i know the terrible. key item changing and all that yeah it's terrible i've just been kind of keeping that in mind when I'm doing the plates sometimes I'll get really really lucky and I'll get like a plate every 10 minutes or two plates every 10 minutes yeah in in uh in Uligarn yeah Uligarn 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 Ermagerd Ermagerd um but you know then then I'll hit a wall you know where I'll literally pull all of the robot mobs like every single one of them and like just cleave them on blue mage you know sub thief with the th plus belt yeah and they it just won't drop a gear and i'm just like all right i'm gonna stop for now and maybe when i come back and try next time it'll, a pop Why will be on the auction are house doing the Uligrand one instead of one in grauberg because it just feels like i don't have to run very far Oh, but Grabber is so much easier. The fight, you mean? No, the mob itself. Just because... Uh, the IC? No, because no, you fight T-Kesselchan, and then you get, like, I think a bomb fragment, and they're all right next to each other. Yeah, but you... I think, yeah. Yeah, you fight the robot, and you get a gear. Oh, yeah. it's only a single pop mob? Murder. What? Huh? No, 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 you, you have to fight the robot and M. Yeah. Then the drop from the gears. Right. Yes. But I just... Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Before the eye level 
era, the giant was a lot easier in Grauberg, but in the eye level era, uh, my if I do a um, since you always have your one hour in Abyssia, um, yeah, I just do a, a self skill chain with Azure lore, and fifty percent of its HP is gone. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> so that's why. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's what that's mostly what I've been doing in game. That takes us into emails. We, we got actually, an email. We oh have an email. Oh my god. We got an email. Our very first email. Um, <laughs> would you like to read it or would you like me to read it? Let me prepare myself and get into character. Hang on. Oh god. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, Pet Food Beta Team. I'm Fitzwilliam from the Ragnarok server. Hi, Fitzwilliam. First, I want to thank you for continuing the Pet Food Podcast. I was very surprised uh, when I saw my pet food alpha podcast list had changed into pet food beta especially after that long time when there were no episodes and i thought pet food alpha had ended when i first heard the raid sound from the intro of the first episode i got goosebumps vv i think you do a great job as host and i will listen to every episode even even though i can't play right now because i got a baby and canceled my account for a while i do not want to be a baby in the drawer parent but this way i can still hear what happens in the world of van deal thanks for your work fitzwilliam so thank you for that email. Um, yes. And that you know that's one of the reasons I don't know if we we talked about some of the reasons we decided to start doing pet food beta. Um, I think maybe we mentioned it, but uh, anyway, I'll just say it. One of the things when I was talking to Fusion X um, about you know doing a new Final Fantasy XI podcast or you know restarting Pet Food Alpha or what what turned into Pet Food Beta um, was that we both agreed that we think that while the audience or the, the amount of players might has, have gone down in 11 over the years um, we still think that there are people who enjoy keeping up with the game a lot of you know in a lot of the ways like people follow a sports team you know and maybe they don't, they move or whatever they don't actually watch the games anymore but they still check their scores all the time I don't know I'm not a sports fan I'm just assuming that's how it works <laughs> but um, anyway the uh, the point was that we we felt that there's probably still an audience for uh, Final Fantasy XI content who might may or may not be still playing. We're glad that uh, that we can bring the show to you and, and, and anyone else who might be in a similar situation, and especially uh, the players who still are playing. Um, we're glad to be able to do the show as well. So thank you, Fitz. And yes, it's very good that you don't have a baby in a drawer. Yes, it's kind of funny when I was reading the name, I kept wanting to say Fitzsimmons, because I've been binge-watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. recently. And that's a character. So, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So, plugs! <laughs> uh, I get it. Yeah. Did you put that in there, or did I? No, you did. That actually might have been a legit typo. That's kind of hilarious, and I'm totally okay with it. <laughs> That's awesome. So the so you know, uh, listening uh, on your your mobile device or however you're you're listening to the show, uh, in our show notes outline, it has you know the sections, you know, email, whatever, uh, and at the bottom it's a, it normally says plugs, so we don't forget to plug our contact information, uh, but it's spelled like the Rune Fencer job ability plug. Yeah. Anyway, we have really interesting lives. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a thing. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, anyway, if you would like to email us, you can do so at petfoodbeta at gamerescape.com. You can also follow us at petfoodbeta on Twitter. And I have a public service announcement. Oh, um, oh. Yes. Putting some uh, epic news music right here. service announcement the gamerescape.com final fantasy 11 wiki still exists yes it does and if you would like to contribute head over there and make an account and uh, i just wanted to mention that because it, it not only still exists but it is actually getting updated and so i know a lot of people like some other wikis which is totally fine you know you can copy and paste content as long as you source you it. it thank you for adding that portion there yeah as long as you, as long as you cite it that's that's totally fine 
you know, if you want to use the Gamer Escape one, uh, we welcome you to do so. So, that's my PSA for the day. And I think that's it. Groovy. All right. Well, you have been listening to Pet Food Beta. I'm Vivi. I'm Maroku. And we will see you next time on Pet Food Beta. Uh, because we plugged the show name twice. Mm. We're that awesome. We don't have a good sign off. Except for that. stand in college he is he he's my bro words are hard mm, um yes i think somewhere in the lower section what is a really weird sentence for me mm, hey. uh, so, so move, moving on uh just tomato tomato wait mot mat tomato wait wow i can't words today.